The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. Thank you for joining us once again. It's Tuesday. TV Tuesday, kind of. And uh, we're back right here on allgames.com, bringing you our commentary, criticisms, and sh- general shitakery about pop culture and comics, and sometimes even quarantine shit. But yeah, on the line, I got Joe. Hey, what's up? And then I got Larry, who's going to half-ass it today. Indeed. And yeah, we're going to talk to you about the newest episode of Harley Quinn. Sorry, my desk is creaky. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, the newest uh, Sar- Harley Quinn episode on the DC Universe app. They're on episode two now. We talked about episode one last week, so check up. I believe it was Thursday's show, if you want to get our take on the first episode and uh i'll also be reviewing a i'm already half-assing it i didn't realize we were talking about episode two oh uh, see see so what you how want? did you not realize that no, i thought i thought we were talking about like the news like the first episode of the new season but we now, already did, did that you already did that though i wasn't there but you listen to the show don't you I haven't listened to last week's shows, no. <laughs> Is that, I mean, I'm, that's the right answer. I mean, I don't, like, no. No, I haven't listened to them yet. Y'all yeah. do a lot of shows, man. Have you looked at the, I mean, have you seen the, the postings of it? Like, I did see, um, I think I think I saw one of the titles of one. Yeah. Did it have Harley Quinn in it? 
I, I don't know, man. Like what? <laughs> Listen, I didn't know there was gonna be a quiz today. Is there gonna be a quiz? I didn't. How come no one told me? Jay, you're supposed to like shoot me a text to tell me what's gonna be on the test. I remember uh, last week. <laughs> but why wouldn't you watch both of them? Like it's two episodes. I like, I tried to watch both of them. I got like halfway through episode two, hence the half hours. <laughs> um, well, what stopped you? Hold on, let, uh, let I me, had to uh, do a show. Let me let me spill this. Let me finish <laughs> this spiel. Last minute to do your pre-production. <laughs> let, hey. Let's give them shit after the the spiel. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so yeah, we. I'd like to take this time to uh, oppor- an opportunity to thank Scott Rubin. I don't know how Larry does it, Woo. but Scott. yeah, uh, for creating all games and having us here, wasting his money and airtime, and. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, if you want to get in on the talk, you can. There's several ways you can do that, and the lady will tell you how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com/live. Join the party. You know you want to. But yeah, so so yeah, Larry. <laughs> you half-assed the pre-production, huh? You understand that the pre-production is, like, the turnaround time is not short. And and I, you don't understand what the full breadth of what I actually did. See, that's the problem with what y'all are saying right now, because y'all would understand, uh, like, you know, I didn't finish the last season of Harley Quinn. Yeah. So I actually watched all the rest of them. And then still watch the beginning of this season, which I didn't realize. Like I say, if I had realized it was, I'd watch both episodes. I probably would have started 15 minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I did the same thing. You you didn't you didn't watch the full episode two. Uh, yeah, I I, I watched. The no, I watched everything I was supposed to, like, I, but I caught up from like episode seven to of last season to episode two. Oh, gotcha. so I did so what you, you, you did, but I actually finished it. Oh well, you know, I don't know what to tell you. You're an overachiever. I, I don't just know. Started, well, I'm, I'm not sure who you're trying to please. Uh, the no. audience. Oh, the audience. <laughs> the, look, the, that guy. <laughs> Audience, Heck, Heck and Burr. Sometimes Oz when oh. he's supposed to be working. <laughs> Heck and Burr. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And the Tiger Claw, but he's easy to please. You just have to get to the news and talk about Sonic. Like, hey guys. Um, I like uh, Larry's. Like, oh, I gotta be on this conference call at work, and then like right when he's on the supposed conference call, <laughs> I see him posting a challenge on Facebook. No, no, that's not true. That look, that's your internet moving slow. I don't know. <laughs> that I posted that like an hour ago. No, 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 I'm talking about last week. One of the days, I think it was the Thursday show. Oh well, listen, that probably did happen because <laughs> that look. You want to talk about that meeting? Could have been an email. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! I'm like, they got me. So I, wish- but you know, but the only thing is that see, this is the thing. Where, you know, in this age now, you know, we're all like teleconferencing. Yeah. So it's it's almost like it it's the same thing that happens in real meetings, right? Like where you're 
like sitting there and it's like there are enough of you where you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to pick up my phone real quick. <laughs> yeah. It's going to look like I'm taking notes or something. How's but... it going to look like to your boss? Hmm? How's it going to look like to your boss? Man, listen, I I don't want to tell you what my boss is probably doing <laughs> in these meetings because they're not... <laughs> They're not talking. They're not talking either. So I don't. I don't know. So I feel like I'm like Johnny Carson because I got like index cards in front of me, and this one that I have in my hand right now is t- it says Friday, April tenth. Give Larry shit for the ten hours. Oh, jeez. Oh, this, well, that's hell pre-production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, it's <laughs> I'm watching Larry. <laughs> But yeah, I'm also going to review uh, Sheena, Queen of the Jungle from Dynamite. And that's part of a Mo deal, so you'll hear that song later on in the show. But yeah, Larry. So The Dynamite week, one? Yeah. Well, it's on Dark Horse, but it's on the Dark Horse app because they do the Dynamite stuff digitally. They have a partnership. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, Joe, you want to pile on and give Larry more shit? Um, honestly, I probably shouldn't. I didn't do all my pre-production either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what, see? what happened? <laughs> see? Um, honestly, I just wasn't really feeling like doing shit yesterday. Oh, okay. see. So... Well, dude, come on, man. I've been stuck in this fucking, what, 10 by 10 room for like the past three weeks. Like, motivation is bound to fuck off sometime. Yeah. But, no, I I didn't read Sheena. I I just read half of it just now. What? (laughs) Okay. But the interesting thing about Sheena, though, is I actually bought that like I think a week or two ago uh-huh. on a Comicsology because I've been buying up all the free books. Well, okay. So. So you had it already. Do you got the trade paperback or the issue? Just the issue one was on. Uh, okay. Was free. Cool. But yeah, I love Comicsology. Like they have a ton of free shit, and some of it is even worth buying. Yeah. I can't buy all of it because then my book list would be so full of random crap that I couldn't find the shit I wanted. I would want to read. I already but, have that issue. Hmm. I already have that issue myself. Right. Like me too. Like I definitely have some random stuff that I'm not going to read that I picked up just because of the cover art or the title just had an interesting sound to it. Or I just was just in the mood where I didn't care how much cluttered shit. Like, it happens, but I don't have all the shit. But I, I have, I have, a, I have some of it. Cool. But along with the shit, there is some good stuff too for free on Comicsology. Like, if you're looking to get into digital comics and you're not sure you want to put money into it, go to Comicsology. Go to the free tab. Scroll down. I got Civil War. I got Hellboy Volume One. Uh, these are graphic novels that 
they're giving away for free. They're also giving away issues. And, uh, yeah, just check it out. Like, now is the time. Like, unless you're essential or working from home, you have nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah. Look, true words are never spoken. <laughs> um, Joe, that reminds me, uh, maybe tomorrow or Thursday... You should do a, a curate a list of anime to binge watch on in this quarantine because my niece was asking and I didn't know what to tell her, so I just decided to do that as a show segment. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So maybe tomorrow, maybe Thursday. I don't know. Take a good day or two to curate a list. Yeah. We're not pay- huh? We're not paying your niece for that segment. No, we're not. We're not paying me for this segment, for the <laughs> idea. <laughs> you you have equity. Yeah. I'm talking to her like, she gets nothing. <laughs> um, Great idea. Thanks, niece. <laughs> her chat says, damn, lots of free shit. Go comiXology. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Um, But yeah, so Larry, you saw, you caught up. What was the, how, how was it? Like, what episode did you leave off on season one? Like, maybe, like, nine. Okay, so it was a, a short, was it, like, a three episodes that you had to watch? Four? Like, four? Yeah. And then the original? Now, how how did you, uh, how did you feel watching multiple episodes at once? You know, I kind of feel like it wore me down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I mean, and I mean that in the best possible way I can in the sense that uh, you know like it's not what I would hope for in a show like a Harley Quinn show for me uh-huh. um, but I can definitely understand the appeal for other people you know um, and I think it's just one of those things where um, it's one of those things where like once I got past the fact that what I want it to be or what I think it should be, uh, I, I was kind of able to enjoy it a little bit more. Not not a lot, um, but a little bit more. And And... You know, the, the like, last, like, want to say maybe two episodes, definitely, like, they kind of surprised me a little bit in, like, the direction they went and, like, what the story, like, what the story ended up being. Um, you know, like, the initial premise still didn't, like, it still doesn't honestly, like, sit that well with me in the sense that, you know, I feel like Harley Quinn wouldn't act this way. And... While some of the gags they have are are funny, and um, a few of them are like you know kind of comic book referential, like those are those are my favorite ones, obviously. Um, it's it's like the when we get to the the point where. Um, It's like, okay, like, we're past that 
she's obsessed with the Joker to to a degree, and she's like, okay, like she's like, this person is not good for me. That kind of makes the story a little bit better, and the way that they go from there um, was was a more interesting take for me. Um, you know, it, it's like honestly, I can say like the cast is funny and they're talented and they do a good job with the material they're given. My my problem more than anything is just the material. Um, season two, I'm already enjoying more because the premise I like more, and I think it's more interesting. And like the the things, even the things that have gotten set up, yeah, um, from the last season and how they're kind of like seem like they're trying to, um, you know, manifest in in season two. All that I find way more interesting than what was happening in the first season. So I had a similar thing, but I started looking at it like a sitcom. Yeah. And then once I started doing that, it, it, it worked a lot better for me. Absolutely. Like you, you almost have to like stop thinking about it as a comic book television show and just be like, it's a show that happens to have comic book type people in it. But I, I, it wasn't as hard to get through it for me as it was for you, Larry. I don't know. Maybe you, you're, you have a higher way of thinking than I do, higher brow. But, yeah. but yeah, I actually, it, it was easier to enjoy it on a binge for me than it was one by one, and oh, okay. which was surprising. Yeah, no, I could, for me. I could see that. But I was like, that's why I, that was the first question I asked because I know for me, it was easier. But. Because at first I was like, oh, I got to watch all this to catch up. And then mm-hmm. once I did like two, the two, first two were hard. And then I was like, okay. Uh, now then it's easy. And then once you got to season two, like I liked, I liked how season one ended. So I already knew like setting up season two, I was going to be a little more in. Yeah. And then watching that first episode play out was good. And then seeing the second one. I was like, wow. Like, I just thought, like, when I found out who that college girl was, while it's different, oh, I was still, <laughs> I was still like, whoa, awesome. Like, because it was different, it kind of, I didn't see it coming as much, you know? Oh, gotcha. And then, uh, and then what they did with that with Jim and the bathroom and him being depressed was funny, too. You know, I I really don't like Gordon. I don't, but it's... <laughs> and I know that I know that that was something that we watch McCall that we kind of did talk about. Like I, I'm pretty sure Oz had said it, but um, but um, yeah, I you know I like I feel like the show honestly could could go on without him. Yeah, like, he could definitely you go don't, on without you don't him. Don't need him. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing is, it's. Like, I was trying to kind of justify it by saying something like, well, it's through the perception of Harley Quinn, you know? Villains mm-hmm. usually see things how they interpret things how they see them, you know? Like, that's why they're villains. And they think they're in the right. right. And uh, this cartoon takes that out of the way. They they know they're in the wrong and they just want to make the world the worst place. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And then it's like, well, she's not really looking at them at this point, you know? <laughs> so... That's like, uh, yeah, he just sucks, but fuck it. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, 
you know, I, I think I just kind of come away with like, oh, well, there's not a lot of him. So, yeah. you know, it's like that's that's the 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 like for me, the takeaway where I'm like, OK, well, at least I can say there's not a lot of him. Yeah. But even the little bit that there is is too much. And I guess for the amount they're showing him, like he better do something, you know, like because <laughs> it's really just the ancillary gag that just wastes about two and a half minutes of each episode. Mm-hmm. Like that could be a story. And like you know, like I said, the cast the cast is good. Like they're all super talented, and you know, um, like just I, I I like that they're using people, uh, like in ways that you may not necessarily think of using those people, and that and that's cool. You know, I I really liked the um, the Robin. <laughs> yeah. With in the in the bat suit, I thought that was hilarious. Like I was like, oh, that's very funny. Like you know, it's like, and the voice yeah, is good but, too. <laughs> yeah. Now, so you know, episode two. Like, how far into it did you get? Uh, right when, um, they were going into the VIP section. Oh man. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I don't know what that means. Uh, it means you gotta you gotta watch it, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I do have to watch it. Yeah. So next week when we talk about it, is you're gonna talk about that second half of episode two. There it is. Episode the, three. The second half of the the epic that yeah. is episode two of Harley Quinn. Yeah. At, at the like, in its in its ten minute glory. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, man, so episode two, why don't you recap that for us a little bit? So episode two, uh, Riddler U, basically Riddler's taken over the college, and they're the only ones with electricity. So Harley and Ivy infiltrate it to try and find out how he's doing it and to get electricity for themselves. And, uh, yeah, that's the basics. Should I run through the whole thing? Or just the plot premise? No, no spoilers. <laughs> I wish we could do spoilers, but... Yeah. Le- yeah, Larry, you suck. <laughs> but I-, I suck. There's one spoilerous thing I wanted to ask you, Mo, because uh-huh. I, I, an uh, article about it came up in my feed, and something that I took just as like a throwaway joke, other people are taking uh, kind of serious. And I wanted to get your perspective on it. Okay. So, do you think Clayface is gay? I, You know what? I think Clayface is a thespian. Thespian. And he, you know, the theater people, like, you know, the theater, like, the theater geeks, like, they, they some of the freakiest people in the school... They'll do anything. So I, I think he's like that. Like he's maybe he's just he's method, you know? Okay. Yeah, that's kinda how I took it. But uh there's an article talking about it as a revelation like Harley Quinn exposes a bad guy as gay. 
And I was like, yeah, that's interesting that they took that away from that because <laughs> I didn't get that at all. Yeah, I mean, the way it ended at the end, you know, he was still stuck in character to me. But, you know, maybe he's a little gay. I mean, uh, as a as a, a theater actor, you probably, you know, probably dabbled in it before. But now he's just a pile of clay. Like, you can mold it into whatever you want. So why not explore both sides, you know? Yeah, it's like, as I was reading the article, it got me thinking about that Batman the Animated Series episode where uh, Clayface, like, broke himself off. Like, he uh, sent a part of himself yeah. as a little girl to go scouting. But she forgot that she was part of Clayface and she, like, forms a relationship with Robin. I love that episode. And it's kind of like, well, I mean, yeah, if, if he's a girl going after, like, I don't know, it just feels like a role. Yeah. Like, because when she went back, like she was, when she rejoined Clayface, she was totally gone. Yeah. Like there were no feel, leftover feelings for Robin or anything. It was just kind of like that was just a role. Yeah. Uh, Oz says Clayface said he gets so into character he forgets who he really is. So if he's playing a college girl, dot dot dot. Yeah, but when he came back, he was still giddy. I mean, that's for humor more than anything than a statement on. LGBTQ rights or yeah, or that's normality. what I think it is. Yeah, uh, he also said there's a side quest: the search for water filters. That was the shizzle. Yeah, that that was that little side story was cool oh. too. Larry didn't get to see the end of that side story. No, no, I didn't. Um, but yeah, yeah, I definitely think it's a it's just a role, like you said. But he was he was funny as the girl, like yeah, he, he was hilarious. <laughs> and uh, she, she's is it the same character actor from Big Mouth? It sounds like one of the people from Big Mouth. No, it's the it it's the guy doing a, a female voice. I understand, and in Big Mouth, there's a girl that's yeah. doing or a guy that's doing yeah. a female voice too. It's not just the guy; it's the great Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll's not in Harley Quinn. Oh. Uh, which character are you talking? You think I'm talking? About? The blonde girl that's ugly. And yeah. Popular? Is that yeah. Nick Kroll? That's doing Nick that? Kroll doing that voice. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I I so so okay. I yeah, I didn't know he was doing that many voices. Yeah, now he does like six or seven voices at least. No, like credited geez. voices. Oh, and then, wee, man. Look, uh, isn't he? Isn't uh, it his show? Why doesn't he get to take a break? Well, he he likes the voice. He hears them in his head the whole his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Alex Hirsch is the same way. Yeah, Alex who is? Yeah, like in a uh, Gravity Falls, he was like six different people. Six people credited, and then like a bunch of uncredited ones, like ancillary characters. Right. Heck says the great yeah. Nick Kroll. <laughs> yeah, he actually messed himself up a little bit. Yeah. Doing all that. I, if I was doing all that. People, he was also like show running and fan, uh, doing like fan shit. So. 
Yeah, it's that doing voices like that. I don't know. Like, I don't think I'd ever speak other than in character, like when I'm working. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to rest that thing, yeah. Right. But he's better now. He's just a little pissed off. Alex Hirsch. Because of a news story. What happened with that? I was supposed to do yesterday, but I forgot. Ah, uh, we'll do it today. We'll do it today. Um, so yeah, Joe, what did you think about this episode, man? Episode two. Honestly, and I know my opinion isn't that valid on this episode, just because I don't like the ending. Like, as a Riddler fan, I hate it when he loses. Yeah, and the- it's like, otherwise, I love the episode. But as a Riddler fan, I don't like the ending. The thing is, the way he he lost was like he wasn't like outsmarted, you know. Right. And that that they just overwhelmed him. Yeah, exactly. So that was a little a little weird, and, and I don't know. But the... that happens a lot. Well, not a lot, but it's like when uh when he fought Impulse, like. Impulse didn't outsmart him. Yeah. He just overwhelmed him with the speed. Did you like that so, ending? <laughs> what? Did you like that ending? Yeah. Like, I loved it. The, um... And the the Riddler, or, or Riddle You, I mean... I guess, okay, I guess there's the obvious pun there, right? Yeah. But the fact that that friggin' Rush plays the character has to play into it, right? That this was like the dean of a college? You know, like in Community? I don't know about that. I've never seen Community. I don't even know. Oh my god, have you never seen Community? Yeah. Me neither. Oh Jesus! Oh my God, it hurts so much. I don't much. think I'd like it. What? I don't think I'd like it, dude. Listen, you explained it to us twice. Who, I don't know who hurt you. You, but how? What me? Because you told How's us me. You said you explained it to us. I remember clearly, as clear as day. It was like Comic Con twenty fourteen, and you were telling me and Joe about it, and we're like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Dude, you should just, it's on Netflix. And just watch. you use G.I. Joe as a thing to, to to convey how good it was, and it still wasn't that riveting. Like, it didn't sound that, like, something I would watch. It's on Netflix. You should just watch uh, it. He's never seen Community either. Oz has not seen, what? dude, all of you need to watch Community. I'm busy. You're not busy. Yeah, you, you have you know you have no work, and there's nowhere you can go. Thanks for rubbing it in. I'm just <laughs> saying you're not busy. I'm busy. I'm watching Young Sheldon. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> listen, listen. You watch you watch all this Big Bang, but not watched any Community. Come on, man. I already finished Big Bang Theory. 
Which it pisses me off that you don't like Silicon Valley. You watch Silicon Valley, I'll watch Community. How about that, bitch? Done. All right. You watch it, I'll, I'll watch it. Next, next Where Tuesday, do I watch Silicon Valley? HBO. Oh, okay. Done. No, I mean, I, I've i seen, I want to say, like, a, a, a one act of Silicon Valley. Yeah, and no, it seems like not, a very yeah. good show. You need to watch a whole season at least. They're only eight episodes. I, and they're half I'll, hour I'll, each. I'll watch Silicon Valley. Like, I don't think I would dislike that show. It's not. You said you would. The, I said I wouldn't watch it? You said you would dislike it. Why? I don't know. Because you, you're like, oh, I thought it was going to be about the real, like, developers. Like, and then, you know, I'm watching this, uh, whatchamacallit, Big Bang Theory. And I'm like, Larry loved Big Bang Theory. Like, why doesn't he like Silicon Valley? Like, it's it's similar it's the same in all in a lot of respects only silicon valley doesn't rely on the the perky female romantic interest to really like bring people in and it has a lot more balls like the characters are the same same you know uh, a kind of uh pale brunette redheady brownish red hair guy a uh, east indian guy an eccentric like monotone emotionless guy and then an awkward like autistic kind of guy like i don't remember i don't know why would well, i'm trying to figure out what it was about silicon valley that i would say that i didn't like it no you, you just stopped because you thought it was going to be an hbo show about the actual like companies like a show about google oh like a like a documentary or something or or a, a dram like the social network like you thought it was going to be like the social network I don't, but I like the social network. I know, but that's why. And when I explained to you what Silicon Valley was, you're like, "Oh no, I don't, I don't think I want to watch that." Oh, okay. Okay, well, listen, I'll watch Silicon Valley. That's not a problem. And you all watch Community. Moses has <laughs> has negotiated for you, Joe, and Oz. Oz well, I got three days watching anime, so uh, I can't I mean, watch. No, no, because when you take your breaks, you watch Community. <laughs> there it is. We, we, yeah. No, we got you. So next TV Tuesday, I'm writing it down right now. I was like, does does Community have an anime episode? I feel like it does, but I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen them. They definitely have an 8-bit like RPG episode. You should you should watch Community. You're gonna like it a lot. Uh, Burr says, as a software engineer, it's pretty funny how accurate a lot of the humor is in Silicon Valley. Cool. Uh, I said I was in until he said it has more balls. More balls? Is that what you said? Yeah, because I said Silicon Valley has more balls than than Big Bang Theory. Mm. And then, uh, yeah. Um. So yeah. So overall, Joe, what would you give this episode of Harley Quinn? I would give it a four. Four. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you, man. I, I guess I'm gonna spoil it. Um, I like the Batgirl design, like from the shoulders up, because <laughs> it kind of used the um the Babs Tar redesign. Right, and then the bottom it was a little different because I guess she's she's also kind of trying to be Batman at this point, like to kind of right. give hope to Jim Gordon. 
So I like that, and I'm like, I want to see more of that. And then hopefully when she becomes her own person, we'll get that Babs Tar design. Yeah, I, I did like that. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, that just on that alone, I'll give it a four. And then, the, like I said, the side quest with the water filter was really funny. And I like the pairing of King Shark with Dr. Psycho. <laughs> yeah, that worked better than I, yeah, better than I thought it would. And I really like that that King Shark, man. I don't know. It's He's a good King Shark. Devin Devin Funches. That guy's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, you know him, but you don't know Nick Kroll? I know Nick Kroll. I just didn't know that I know who Nick Kroll is. You said it wasn't him in the in the voice, doing that voice. Yeah, I didn't know that that was Nick Kroll doing that particular character's voice. See, you don't like Nick Kroll. No, see, like <laughs> <laughs> lies, lies and deceit. Uh, Burr says I'm which I'm I'm busy watching better things than Community. Silicon Valley is awesome. I miss it so much already. Anybody seen Has... Mythic Quest? And I've seen Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest, it, it's that's like, on Apple TV, right? Yeah, it's like uh, I want to see that. Um. You have a, a iPhone, a work iPhone, right? I do. I think if you re- well, it's not, it's not, it's not registered to you, huh? Uh no, no, it's not. Because I think if you sign into an Apple, like, because you have your Apple account on there, right? On the phone? Yeah. Yeah. So you should look through your emails that are used for that account because you might have a year free of Apple TV Plus. Oh, okay. Really? I'll do that. Because I know, like, my nephew gave me his old iPhone and then I just put my my account on there. I use it as, like, a POS for my shop back when I was working. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, it's like, oh, Thanks for activating a new iPhone. Here, here's a year of Apple TV Plus. So, and they have good shows, Larry. Like, every show's good, unlike that Disney Plus. <laughs> I mean, Which, fuck them for censorship. Yeah, fuck them for censorship. I mean, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna yeah. mess around and be like, "Hey, man, you shouldn't, you shouldn't treat Splash like this." You shouldn't. Hey, put it on Hulu. If you don't want it on Disney Plus, then put it on Hulu. Right. I'm just saying it's a slippery slope, Larry. And then they, they the way they did it was dumb because they added hair extensions, digital hair extensions to Daryl Hannah's hair. And it doesn't move when she's running. Okay. Yeah, you can't defend Disney now, huh? I mean, I don't feel the need to. <laughs> it's like don't get me wrong i i'm not one to mess around and say oh hey i'm i feel like censorship is great and fun because i feel like hey it would be nice for the movie to be as it was i'm I'm with you on that well especially However, if like let's say uh you know it's like oh they bought the company that i want you know they don't have splash yet on streaming they bought it but they're gonna put it on let's say splash is my favorite movie and they just Make an arbitrary change just because they can, to something like. Well, it's not. It's not an arbitrary change. It is. 
it like like we can all agree that there's some things that you could do in the 80s that you can't do today. They showed that ass on TV in like 1999. Well, look, the fact I, of the matter is asses are what you can do today. Like no, before Yeah, yes, you, they do them on all, on TV. Ass yeah. would be considered nudity. But nowadays, you can put ass in a movie, and it won't even get it a partial nudity in the what rating. Does, what does a movie have to do with Disney Plus? Like, you guys are acting like it's Disney Plus. Yeah, but it's the only place I can get that movie. They should put it on Hulu. If they don't want asses in their streaming service, they should put it on Hulu. I mean, for all we know, it might be on Hulu, too. The fucked up thing is Disney already knows it doesn't like asses. So it's like, why? Well, okay, I don't. I won't say that. They don't like female asses. Like, they love male asses for some reason. But they already know this, so they shouldn't have brought it over to Disney in the first place. It, it's literal, but the scene is like two seconds. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The Little Mermaid scene is less than that. I don't. I don't know what we're talking about. They show her ass in there too. They show the Little Mermaid's ass. Yeah. No, they show her legs. That's not the same thing. But they don't show her legs anymore. They digitally added more hair to cover up her legs. <sighs> okay. Listen. I. I. I guess my thing is this: is I. I don't. I think that there are some fights we should definitely be fighting when it comes to censorship. I just don't know that this is one of them. Well, I mean, you hate nudity, so of course you don't think. I have no problem with nudity. It's like, I I have no problem with nudity. It's like, trust me, it's like, I definitely, one of the people where I'm like, I, you know, people are like, oh, well, we can't, we can't show uh, nudity, but we can show all this gratuitous violence. And I'm like, yeah, that's a contradiction. Like I definitely feel like one is not worse than the other, so it's not like for me where I'm like it would be nice if people were consistent in their values. I I can appreciate that too. At the same time, it's like there's some places where you're gonna actually like it's gonna be important for things to be uncensored, and this just doesn't feel like one of them to me. So I'm not gonna mess around and spend the energy or capital. To be like, oh man, we need to make sure that you see the butt of the mermaid in Splash. Why? Who cares? Like that joint, like who? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like it's a terrible movie or anything. I like it, but I don't love it. All right. Like it's not, and and it's not even a, a thing where like even the people that like love it aren't like, oh, it's the best movie in the world. They're just like, well, I like that. You know, I I really really enjoy Splash. You know, like I don't, I've never heard anybody even be like, oh man. Splash is my favorite movie. Splash is my favorite movie. Yeah, but that's not true. <laughs> Larry Huckabee. Larry Huckabee Sanders. What? You sounding like Sarah Sanders defending Trump while you're defending Disney like that? How? How am I? Like, but what am I? Am I even saying anything about Disney? I'm no, but about you're saying Splash. Yeah, you're making a whole case for censorship and in general, it's like I'm, I'm oh, some things. Some things are okay. You know, you're you're. Some things are okay to be censored. You know, you, you got to nip shit in the bud sometimes, Larry, before it grows. 
No, like, but you, see, you wait. Is that if how you is, do? Is that how you would handle a tumor? Like, oh, this is how this, is, this, this tumor is, the, is just right here on this toe. Let let's just leave it. When it's just closer to the heart, man, that's that's when we gotta. This know. is this is how the Democrats messed up the whole impeachment thing. They messed around and like we're trying saying everything he did was so terrible that when he did something terrible, people were like, oh, there they go again. It's like, well, no, actually, that's really terrible. Like, like he really can't do that. Oh, that's what you always say. <laughs> you know, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, it's like censorship in a perfect world. Things wouldn't be censored. And, you know, you would maybe just take the time to put them wherever it is that they belong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess wherever they're wherever it's appropriate for it to show in its original sense and whatnot. I'm with you on that. What I'm saying is. This two seconds where they mess around and give her extra long hair and probably do a bad job of it. I don't think this is the hill that we should be dying on here. Cause do you think Fantasia should be uncensored? Uh, what's the what's what are they censoring in Fantasia? Racism. Does it matter? I mean, like I, I I think you're asking me. I know you you only said do I think it should be censored, but I think what you're asking me is should it be censored on Disney Plus, right? Uh, oh. I actually wasn't thinking that at all, but that's a oh. good question. Oh, because I'm just, I'm like, you know, I, like, I do believe that there's some places where you could be like, okay, well, hey, you know, we want, we want to be able to show that, but it may not be appropriate for us to show it in this form. Like, that might be a thing, you know, so I, I can totally, I can totally get that, you know what I'm saying? I could see the, the merits, I guess I should say, like, I mean, just like. We have CDs, right, that have – you have a clean version and you have a, a, a friggin' version with cursing in it. It's not to say that, you know, it's not like you're going to be like, okay, well, hey, no one can listen to this music, period, because it has cursing in it. That, that's not the way to go. The way to go is you have a version that if people want the cursing, they can listen to it. And if people don't want the cursing, they can listen to this version of it. And so it's just like there might be a place where it's like it's not appropriate for those words to be, you know, like someone might decide it's not appropriate for those words to be said. The only problem is we don't really get that option most of the time. But I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if like I guess here's the thing. There's there's a point in time where somebody somewhere is going to mess around and try to be like, hey, that shouldn't exist, period. Like, you know, I know that this thing was made, but it's wrong now and no one should ever be able to see it in the original form that it was. To me, I'm like, that's the time where we need to mess around and be like, hey, what are you talking about? Yeah, but it's th these things creep up. They don't do but, it all at once. It's like when you're, you know, Larry, remember when you were in that backseat of the your parents car with that girl when you were like 12 and and you were trying to get at her like you started you said oh just the tip just the tip and then next thing you know she's nine months pregnant i i don't think that that happened well you I'll, I'll go back and check but that's how <laughs> it is you start with just the tip and then next thing you know you're fucked all right listen i i guess it again it's like it's hard for me to mess around and be mad at Disney Plus for for 
like, you know, in their mind, they're like, we have a brand and we don't want to do anything that's going to screw with our brand. And I think that that's kind of goes to Jay's point where he's like, you know, um, put it on Hulu. And I would agree with that, where it's like there should be a, you know, there should be a, a place where you can see the version, the original versions of things, and, you know, those can go in appropriate places. But, you know, it's like, I'm not going to be mad at Disney Plus for saying, like, oh, well, we're not sure we want to show bare butts on our, on our streaming service. It's Disney Plus. Like, why are you looking for Disney to be your bastion of, of you know, like, riding the edge? Well, you know what I'm what? saying? Like, why are you looking for Disney to push boundaries? For, That's not what they do. It's not about pushing boundaries. It's about taking our options and then being but the only option. Where, where could you watch Splash before now? We couldn't. They hadn't put okay, it out. Okay, so is that Disney's fault? Well... If they make it available, why not make it available in both formats? Just, this is just like the Simpson well, thing too. Like well, they crop well, it out, like it looks terrible. But then they made it available in the format you like too. No, they haven't. I thought they did. No. Are you sure? I'm. I'm you should double check. I'm eighty percent sure. Okay. But you know, I guess that's the thing where it's like, if there was nowhere to watch it before, at Disney. Whatever they, I don't know if they acquired the rights or they just had the rights before. No, they bought, oh. they got it when they got Fox. Okay, so I I mean I don't know. Like again, I don't see what what you're mad at. Like I don't understand how you could be like Disney's not doing anything to you. Like there's no, no place to watch to it movie. before. They're giving you a place to watch it. It is different because it's Disney Plus. Uh, now if you if you wanted to see it that bad, you should be mad at Fox. They're the ones that hoarded it all this time. Well, you can see it or, on FX before. I'm sure there's but... a place you can go buy it. Yeah, but I, 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 look. Yeah, you don't like it that much. I get it. Okay, <laughs> so stop complaining. We got to nip, nip these things in the bud, bit, Larry. No, it's like this is not. It's Disney Plus. Like, it's, it, it's a whole different thing. Like, you know, you can't mess around and say and act as though making something appropriate for a particular platform is the same as eradicating the original version of something or banning it. It's not banning. It's not, well, no. you know, it, this is just huh? the tip. That's just the tip. <laughs> okay. This is the beginning of Disney's assault on splash on free speech and, and <laughs> watch, just watch. Okay. Hey, listen, you, when, when we can't speak our minds anymore over the airwaves, you can mess around and tell me, I told you so. I will. I will listen to you. I'll be like, man. But by then, I won't be able to because they're like, you cannot speak to the time before. <laughs> they'll censor it out of my brain. They'll they'll add digital hair to my memory. They'll add digital hair to your memory. Wow, that sounds creepy on so many levels. That might be the episode titled it to the. <laughs> it digital. was going to be Larry Huckabee Sanders, but. I, yeah, yeah. Digital hair. So, with all that said, I give Harley Quinn a two and a half out of five because I only watched half of it. <laughs> so that means you're gonna give it a five when you watch the rest. Oh, I'm sorry, a one and a half out of five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh no, that's too low. That's like a three. I don't like a, I yeah. Two. I don't know the math. Yeah, Whatever two. the math. What makes it? Oh, two. Uh, give it a two. <laughs> Jay and Chad says, "What's the math that makes it a four? <laughs> How do I? What's half a four? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys." <laughs> Jay and chat posted uh Fantasia also had a has a nipple outline censored out of it. Versus damn, I fap to that nipple all the time. How dare they? <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it's like a nipple outline. Like I don't listen. If there are people that are like, hey man, what happened to that nipple outline? I'm I'm more concerned about the person that noticed the nipple outline than the one that wanted to take it away. Don't get me wrong. There, I'm, I'm worried about look, the, they the might one be that the wanted same to take person. it away too because yeah. it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, it might be the same person. Gosh, right. It's like at different stages in their life. They they loved that nipple outline when they were young and now that they're old, like I know what I used to do than that nipple outline. I don't want my kid doing that. Right. <laughs> I will say personally... That's something I always remember secondary when thinking about censorship. Like, the first thing I think of is the centaurs uh, with the hair. Like, they censor those. What, in, in Fantasia? Yeah. What is, what is, Joe, can you, is there any way for you to post what you're talking about? Like, I'm sitting here like, what is, what's, what, tell us about the centaur's hair. What is it about centaur hair that, Makes it's it offensive. Stereotypical black hair. The centaurs have stereotypical black hair. What's that mean? They have like no, just one of them. or afros. Yeah, let me. Which I'm, one? I'm gonna search for it real quick. <laughs> Jay's like, yeah, <laughs> like those. Those are two completely different hairstyles, Jay. Which which one? <laughs> it's like the, the one of the centaurs has a gumby. <laughs> Wait, what? It's like he has a friggin' close fade like a Caesar. <laughs> like, wait, what? What uh, are we I, talking about? I post I'm gonna post it in chat. I don't know if the censored one is any better. No, I, I got I got you. You got it? Alright. But yeah, <laughs> a Caesar on the center. It's a little girl, it's what's funny. <laughs> oh, that's really racist. See, that's not a stereotypical black. Well, that's no, a this, caricature. It's, it's a caricature, right? Exactly. Like, I don't know that. Like, the only person, the black person I've ever seen that's ever done that, is Old Dirty Bastard, and I'm pretty sure he did that on purpose. And that wasn't that. a tribute for that. Like, like ironically. Yeah, that's stereotypical. Yeah. But honestly, if they wanted to, like, not be. Racist, they would have color swapped her, like, cause it that sunflower don't do nothing to it. No, you can't color swap that. Yeah, you can. You know, they like, color. You, they color. You have to like redraw it. Nah, you can just paint it frame by frame. That's how they Eesh. did Wizard of Oz in color, and and did and Snow White. They they recolored that. Yeah. Oscar says Coolio does it too. Oh, okay. 
I'm sure somewhere Coolio was like, hey, give me my props. Maybe yeah, <laughs> maybe he should sue. Yeah. See, I, you know, I mean, how do you feel about this change, Jay? You feel like that should you should just keep going with that? Yeah. Just put up the sensibilities are different now. Joint end up in the in the beginning. Although technically, I don't need that. Like I know this was made in the past. I know how people used well, to think. They um, for example, uh, they did it in for Sesame Street when they released Sesame Street on DVD for the first time. They gave it a, a NC seventeen rating. No, they didn't. Are you serious? Yeah, because there's certain things in there that they talked about that people's sensibility when it came out. They were too politically correct, and but they didn't edit it. They're just like, look, this is NC seventeen. If you want to show your kids, show your kids. You saw it as a kid. How'd you turn out? You know. <laughs> Speaking of the Wizard of Oz and Sesame Street, uh, there's an episode of Sesame Street that's I don't know if it's been destroyed, but it was broadcast once and then never broadcast again. And it was featuring, I can't remember the young lady's name, that played the Wicked Witch of the West. Uh-huh. And uh, and basically, it like, she didn't do anything. Like, she was just talking to Oscar. But kids found her so scary that parents complained. And they pulled that episode. Like, they've never shown it since or re-released it. Huh. Interesting. It might be on the DVD. Uh, Hex, had, they, they did give it an NC-17 because it was 60, Sesame Street. But I don't know how that's, like, I mean, it wasn't Showgirls, you know? Showgirls wasn't good. Yeah, but it got an NC-17. Like, Sesame Street from the 60s and 70s wasn't that. Yeah. So yeah, Larry. All this to say, Harley Quinn, we give it a four. All around. Yeah. Now, Larry, did you read Sheena? I did. Okay. Did you read just that issue, or? Yeah, I only read the first issue. Okay, so that was actually issue zero. Oh, issue zero. Oh, that sucks. I should read issue one. Yeah, that's why I kept reading because. Well, I had the trade paperback, and I saw that it was uh, actually it's a Mo deal. Hold on, uh, I'm not gonna. I'll put it in. <laughs> insert Mo deal music here. <laughs> At minute, minute fifty eight, second fifty nine. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me write that down. But Sheena, like, I like. I used to watch the TV show with Tanya Roberts. I don't know if you saw that, Larry. I'm sure you did in the 80s. Sheena? Yeah. No. I didn't Uh, know that there was a Sheena TV show at all. So the reason I bring it up is because that's what I watched as a kid, and I liked it. Oh. It's like Tarzan, but female, and she has, like, superpowers. She's, like, you know, stronger, faster, and then she also has a telepathic link with animals. She can communicate. So that 
I was like, well, for a TV Tuesday, I'll do that. And it, it was free on Dark Horse. They, right now, they have a lot of free stuff. And I guess Dark Horse stuff on Comixology is free, too. So that, that'll be there for you. Um, unfortunately, the Dark Horse free stuff is like one issue. They don't give you like trade paperbacks. But, you know, you could just read up on a bunch of those to pass the time. Um, on a side note about that, it, the have you ever heard of Cryptocracy, Larry? No, what is that? That's another uh, Dark Horse. Uh, I'll put the link in chat. It's another Dark Horse uh, comic, but the writer and artist, Van Jensen and Pete something or other. Uh, I don't know the name. Uh, but they they told Dark Horse, hey, you know what? While everybody's in quarantine, just release all our issues free on the Dark Horse app, please. And they did it. So you can get those. Maybe we should probably review some of those. Um, but I like the name. Yeah, let me uh let me put it in chat real quick. Um, but yeah, and then this 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 Sheena comic is written by Marguerite Bennett, who did Animosity, and it's also it's drawn by Moritat of Elephant Man fame and. He did the Jonah Hex comic for New Fifty Two. So okay, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna read this. I wanted to read it when it came out, and that was about two years ago. And I was like, I don't have time, but here I am now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I read about three issues, and it's basically it's a story of Sheena finding a drone in the jungle. Oh, the reason I also brought up the Tanya Roberts show from the 80s is because this one is closer to that. It's That's the one that moved it from an African jungle to a South American jungle. And this one is South American jungle as well. And it turns out that Sheena and the tribe that she's adopted into live in a preserve that shouldn't be mined or, or, or deforested. And uh, it's there's a university that kind of oversees it alongside the organization. But, you know, there's people creeping in, wiping out tribes that people don't know are there just to deforest and claim the land. And it is the it starts with Sheena seeing a drone and thinking it's a flying turtle and killing it. And then she stumbles upon a temple that has hidden dangers. And then. Issue one moves on from that and you get these mercenaries that are saying they lost somebody in the jungle and that they think the tribe killed it. So they tell Sheena, hey, you got you got 24 hours to find that person or else we're going to come in and, and wipe you out. And then she goes on that quest to find the the surveyor. And then she finds the dude that was driving the drones and they fight some jaguars and then they find a hidden pyramid. And they fight a living plant that makes you hallucinate. So it was a nice little adventure book. I, I really, I really had fun reading it. I'll probably finish it today. The trade paperback. But yeah, Larry, what do you think of issue zero? You know, I didn't like it. No. No, but you know, I just think it's just not my thing. Like you don't like Jungle Girls. Not so much. Okay. You know, and it's like, that's really like, you know, it's like even when they do like 
Savage Land or Kazar stuff in Marvel is kind of yeah. like, oh. And it's like, it's not like so much like it's terrible because a lot of the time it'll have a little bit of a twist to it. But like, say, for instance, I wouldn't buy like a Kazar book on its own. What about you know? Turok? I think Turok's a little different because uh, Turok isn't like primitive. You know what I mean? Or or pretending to be primitive. I, you know, because that's the thing, too, where I'm just like, you know, like, Sheena, or like, like, well, yeah, it was like, I don't know, it was like, it, there, I, I was getting a sense out of it from this book, like, she doesn't have to live like this if she doesn't want to. You know? Well, and so it's like, yeah, so what's I mean, the, what, what's the, huh? And you have a problem with her wanting to live like that? Well, no. It's just that I just don't understand, like, what the motivation is. Well, what and it's is... not to say, like, just to be like, one with nature, because it's not that. It's like, it's not living in the jungle. That's not a problem. Or even, you know, roughing it. It's more like, you know, like, I don't know, like, she... She's, it's almost like she's acting as if she doesn't know how to live any different. But I don't know if that's actually the case. Well, let's see. So, if somebody... So, what... Sorry. So, but that could be said of anybody in a situation like hers. Like, just because you're there, why... Why not? No, I just I don't know her situation. I think she was found as a baby in the jungle after her parents died, and they raised and her raised in the village by who? By that village. But the other people in the village do they run around the trees like her? I mean, they did the warriors and stuff. Okay. Like she became well, okay. a warrior and she protects the jungle. Like she's been given gifts that other the other warriors, while formidable as they are, they don't have the gifts that she has of communicating with the animals and, and stuff like that. And her senses and stuff. Those were gifts that were given to her by the, the mother forest. Oh. That's very kind mother forest. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like if she's like she feels a duty to protect what protected her, like why would you not like that? Oh, no, I don't have any problem with her protecting people that she cares about or anything like that. I just, you know, you I don't know. You think she should just, just become, like, just because she's a white woman, go back to the U.S. and become a, a, an executive somewhere? Or, no, or no, Or maybe no, a greeter no, at Walmart because her skill set is not. Like, Listen, I know better than to try to tell white women what to do. <laughs> uh, what was like, that, Jay? Is I it the outfit you have a problem with? Uh, you know, I don't know that it's the outfit. Like, you know, the outfit's fine. It's like it's like a bikini, right? Or no worse than a bikini. Yeah, it's a loincloth and the right and a breast covering. So you know, I don't know. It just like it's that that especially like issue zero just kind of came across. Like maybe I just don't. I didn't know enough about why she's in the situation that she's in. And yeah. And so I just kind of like, I don't know, it just, it didn't, it didn't, like, I, I already have, I guess, the, the initial bias of not being a huge, like, jungle hero kind of person as is, 
and then this one isn't particularly compelling to me. And, you know, I'm just kind of maybe trying to figure out why she's in the situation that she's in or what, you know, I like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't, did it say in issue zero that she was found by the villagers? I don't remember uh, seeing it. It, it says it in issue one, but that's just part of the Sheena mythos. I mean, she's the oh. first female character to ever have her own title. Really? Yeah, her comic title. In comics? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. How yeah. long ago was that? Like 1935. It's been a while ago. Like 35, I think. Wow. Yeah, so. That's cool. Man, comics, comics are ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and she's created by Will Eisner, and I forget who else. Um, I looked it up, but I, I didn't come in this memory. But, yeah, uh, you know, she's, if you know her background, like, you just jump in and it's like another adventure. I guess that's probably why I enjoyed it, because they didn't spend too much time on on that, like, backstory for her. And I didn't yeah. feel like I needed it, so. And but, so she's like the female Tarzan, like right after Tarzan? A little bit, but she also has the telepathic element. Oh. Uh, so she's like Tarzan and Aquaman. Yeah, kind of. Um... And she has enhanced like strength and speed, or no? Uh, kind of. It's more like the because of like you know she lives in her gym, you know. So if you put her against somebody that even that's an athlete, like they don't have that like. You know how when you work out with a regimen, like your body just gets used to the regimen, you know. So she's had to overcome different terrains and different things, so that automatically gives her an, an, an edge. You know what I mean? Does that okay. make sense? It's like like Goku training at four hundred times the gravity of Earth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean that that helps a little bit. But I don't think I still don't think it's the uh you know, like it, it, I think it's just not my speed. You know, it's just not my thing. But yeah, so Joe, did you get to read it at all? I got over half of issue one. Okay, but she kills the turtles, and I got to the point where the uh, guy is explaining to her that a guy went missing in her land. Okay. So what? And it's you... it's good. Like so far, it was fine. Like, her outfit is weird to me. How so? Like, just like, it doesn't look, like, there's something about it that doesn't look right aesthetically when you look at the back and the front. Like, it looks like they're two different things. But I might have to look at it again. Yeah, I'd have to look at it again to see. Oscar, yeah. like a, it's like a, like Scorts. Something. It's like the two pieces don't look connected. Mm. But other than that, I liked it. What I got, what I read so far, I, I've been, I enjoyed. 
you're probably going to get to a part where you're not going to like because they did the same thing that they did with Sentient with the words. Oh, they messed up. Yeah. Yeah, it happened a couple times. And now I'm convinced that it's the letterer. They did. They did. The editor just didn't look after the letter or lettered it. Oh, okay. Because it doesn't. Is, this, make... is it the same person? I don't know. That that'd be oh. interesting to find out. I should have. Man, I half-assed it too. We were just thinking that, Mo. We were yeah. like, man, a only Mo showed up today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know a little bit of trivia too. That the song "Sheena Is a Punk Rocker" by the Ramones is inspired by her. Damn, really? So yeah. th- this woman has a fan base. Yeah, I mean, she's been out since the 30s. You got to think, like, you know, the Ramones probably grew up reading her comics or watching cartoons or something, you know? Like, I feel like I have, like, a periphery knowledge of Sheena's existence as a comic book character. And that's it. Like, you know, it's not like when you said Sheena, it's not like I was like, oh, who's that? Or I've never heard of that. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, like, that's the jungle woman. But. I mean, she had TV shows and movies and. She had yeah. She's movies made too? Yeah. Other movies. Dude, are those good movies? Do people like them? I like them. I don't know. I can't remember if I've ever watched them, but I definitely knew they were out there. No, I don't know. I did not know that. I just looked up the TV show, and I was like, uh, "Like that was, it was like in the two thousands." Yeah, there's one in the two thousands too. I didn't watch that one, but now that I have oh. time, I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, yeah, they brought back because um, that was the same company that did Nightman, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Uh, like they were always doing like these off not off brand but like these uh low budget comic properties. Oz and Chad's like Lawrence is like, I don't understand why this woman is so strong. Why is she out doing men things? When does she get to the sandwich? And then Derek H says, Why isn't her hair matted and frizzy? Is there a panel showing her brushing? <laughs> I don't know why Oz is trying to attribute his inner thoughts to me. Like, you know, it's like, hey, Oz is more than welcome to keep thinking that way if he likes. I put in the alternate covers for uh, the variant covers for uh, Sheena mm. in chat. And then he gave her a tan in some of these. <laughs> um. There's also, there's, you know how we were talking about yesterday, the, what, two, five covers is too much? Yeah. So I'm going to put the, the, the picture of the fifth cover, and mm-hmm. you tell me if, uh, if four is the right number or five. Let's just take a little gander there. Man, her arm is broken? The art all around isn't as good as the other ones. You said is or is not? Is not. Yeah, no, I would agree with you. Well, it's like five, five but, covers too far. Well, for for Sheena, maybe. 
I prefer <laughs> the first one you put. Is that a photo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They did a photo Which cover. I'm not, I'm not down with that. Photo covers for comic books. Why I don't not? Like no, I just don't like it. It takes me out of the experience. What if it's art, but it looks like a photo? You mean like Hack Ross? I I I guess maybe <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't know what Hack Ross is. Yeah. Oh, I guess you call him Alex. Oh. <laughs> I I really had no idea what Joe was talking about. I was like Hack Ross. I'm like, is that some kind of expressionist painter or something? I don't know who Hack Ross is. Uh, no, not not like Alex Ross. I'm talking about actual photorealistic. Um, yeah, I don't like those either. Like, have you ever seen, like, say, for instance, the um, the action figure covers for that, like that Marvel does? No. The cover look. Oh, you never seen one of those? Like, it looks like the co- It looks like basically a uh, like if they made an action figure of a character as the cover. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Oz, you're not doing anything, right? Can you put one of those in chat? <laughs> He's working. <laughs> Meh. Barely working, that guy. So, Larry, what would you give that issue of Sheena? Uh, you know, I'd probably give it like a three. It wasn't for me, but it wasn't terrible. Like, it's not like the story was... And, you know, this is issue zero. Uh, the story wasn't, like, horrible. It, it was a little basic, but there's nothing wrong with basic, especially if you're doing, like, a zero issue. Uh, the art wasn't bad. Um, so, you know, I, I think just trying my best to account for my own personal taste, I think three is probably the way to go. All right. I give it a four. So far, what I've read, like four issues, zero through three. Yeah. Joe, you want to give a half score of what you got so far? Um, <laughs> so far, I would say it's going like a three. Cool. So it's got to be a six once you finish it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like that. Yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. All right, we should get to news. Let me play this music real quick. Comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like current. (laughs) Well, not not like that, but like. Joe, what was that news story you were gonna get to, man? Um. Which one? They're like a couple. The one that you teased at the beginning of the show. The Alex Hirsch one? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm pulling it up. Pulling up. Uh, an all-new Gravity Falls book is coming next year. Designed to be, uh, designed to parody a classic bedtime storybook. 
uh, fans will love the playful twist on bedtime storytelling delivered by Dipper and Mabel. Uh, Alex Hirsch, uh, when finding out about that, tweeted, WTF is this? Briefly returning to Twitter to confirm that I have nothing to do with this and have never heard of it. Legally, Disney can do whatever they want, but creatively, I would be very disheartened to learn that non-canon books were being written without my participation or consent. Dang. Wow. Yeah. They, they didn't even give him the heads up? No. Right. Well, I'm, I'm surprised Larry's, like, astonished by that. I thought he'd be all in. Well, I, the idea didn't sound like a bad idea, but if the creator is not a part of it at all or not even, like, you know, given his blessing, then, you know, that would that makes me think twice about it. I know I did. Uh, I uh, commented on someone else reporting the story that I'm not really interested if Alex isn't and it, People seem to agree. Like, without Alex Hirsch being a part of it or even approving of it, I'm just not really interested in it. I mean, it definitely, especially with something like Gravity Falls, that, you know, like it, the lore of everything feels so important. And so it's like, you know, it's not like it could totally just be. Dipper and Mabel telling bedtime stories in their own way and and be only that but it kind of feels like that's a decision that like her should be making and it's kind of weird too because he's still working with Disney right like acting on one of their shows like yes he's producing a show for Netflix but he's still like in the recording studio at Disney, like reading his lines. So I feel like he should have at least not heard about it from Twitter. Right. And that's really the long and the short of it. Right. If you know, you don't mess around and have a working relationship with somebody's creation, you know, even if you, I mean, I don't know. And maybe I'm thinking about it different. Just because, but you you know what though? I, I guess people do this all the time though, right? I mean, for other things. Yeah, it happens a lot, but it still sucks when it does. Yeah, but I guess I think it's one one thing though when it's like, like, I think it's more about the idea that Gravity Falls feels feels very much attached to Hirsch as a person. You know, it's like it's not like it's just something he just made up and was like, "Oh, here, take this." You yeah. know, he even wrote right. the he wrote the comic, the graphic novel. I guess I guess it's a comic. And your own adventure book he wrote. Yeah. And all that stuff's carefully curated by him to make sure it doesn't mm -hmm. like contradict. You know. Mm-hmm. But you would think if I mean, at the very least, you would think that if you're going to do a project. Even if you're like, hey, we want to do this thing for Gravity Falls, here's the idea, the the, you know, would you be interested in working with us on that or helping us do this? And he says no. But, you know, but go ahead. Or which I guess he doesn't have to, you know, give the go ahead, but just be like, no, no, I, you know, doesn't, it doesn't interest me. At least that way he's aware it's something that's happening. 
and they wanted him to be a part of it. But this sounds like, like Jay said, he found out about it on Twitter. It's like, wait, yeah. what? Like, how? Why is he finding out about it on Twitter? Why didn't anybody ask him if he wanted to do it? Right. Derek H in chat says, cut that man a check. In other news, um, the game Hatred, uh, the only game to get an AO rating for violence, uh, for only violence, is being ported to the Switch. <laughs> Sweet. All that, uh, all this, all this censorship. Yeah, Nintendo was so weird with like their censorship issues. Like they're just being really strange right now. Like they're trying to not censor anything. But some stuff they're not letting slide, but hatred they are letting slide. It's like it's, it's violence. Yeah. Is that only an American thing? What? Where, where we mess around and are okay with the violence, but not the nudity? Yeah. No, just America. Um, Australia, I believe, is also like that. And uh, fuck, I want to say Germany, but I would have to double check. And it's another interesting thing, too, is like, I think Britain also has an issue, but only in their games. Like, their TV shows and shit can have nudity, but when games do it, then the shit hits the fire. Indeed. What's the game Hatred about? Um, to be honest, I don't know. I oh, uh, Look, I can look it up real quick. It's an isometric shoot-em-up developed by Destructive Creations. Uh, yeah, it was, it was initially released in 2015. Uh, and the player character is a misanthropic mass killer who begins a genocide crusade to kill as many human beings as possible. Oh, wow. That's what the heck they're saying. Hatred is the game made by some white supremacist, ain't it? Or he was a Nazi? Something like that? Killer uh, white, aren't they? Wait, what? Like, I think all the characters in the game are white. Oh, I don't know. It says, uh, I'm just looking at the wiki. It says, the developer described hatred as a reaction to video game aesthetic trends such as political correctness, politeness, vivid color, and games as art. Uh, yeah, huh, interesting. It... Yeah, and has a low score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a great... Like, I remember uh, hearing that it wasn't a great game. 
And if it weren't for the AO rating, people wouldn't have even bothered talking about it. Mm. Comic shops may be getting comics as soon as May. I saw that. They're starting to, Diamond is starting to send stuff that's already printed to fulfill some of those orders. Um, I guess that's why, remember, they, they're saying they're delivering stuff to the houses instead of the shops now? Mm-hmm. That way they could sell them however they sell them. But, yeah, we'll see how that works out. Um, the issue is with international orders. That's going to take a long time, yeah? Yeah. But we'll see how that goes. But who knows? Maybe we can get that Spider-Man, J.J. Abrams. Maybe they'll send out all those two together. I saw you tweeted tweeted them. Yeah. You tweeted him. Then he ignored me. Yeah. Like, what's J.J. Abrams doing? Nothing? He's... He's uh, self-quarantining in his massive complex on a pile of money. I mean, yeah. Saying we're in it together now. I, we're in it together now. <laughs> he's like, he's like uh, alone together. Stay, stay strong. <laughs> I know how hard it is to not stay at home with little... Does he know that most people want to get the fuck out of their house because it's a shitty place? <laughs> <laughs> Friggin', uh, I know you all aren't, like, big Drake fans, but this fool released a video uh, basically while in isolation for one of his new songs, and it was literally just him, like, going through the different rooms of his house. And, dude, this joint in Toronto is, like, it looks like a government building. It's insane. It was in, like the, just like the videos worth watching just to see the inside of Drake's house, really, and just to be like, like, what is this guy doing? Like, why, why does he live like this? Because it's like, I think someone on Twitter described his house and his decor like fifty mobster housewife. <laughs> like, it 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 has it does have that kind of feel. It's wild to see, but yeah, you should you should check it out when you get it. Just put just put Drake video. It's probably the first thing that comes up, or Drake isolation video. And it was a song, or or it was yeah, yeah, it's a song. It's a little silly song. It's not even really worth talking about. Like the song itself, it was it was that it was one of those viral video things. Like you've seen, you've probably heard the song because you've probably seen people doing. The little dance to it before the before the official video came out or whatever, but yeah, maybe uh, what's the song called? Two C slide. You said and so douchey slide. <laughs> two C T O O S I E. I don't know what that means. Touche. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it's called. Two C slide. But yeah, this fool's house is ridiculous. There was a news story I wanted to tell, but it's like it sounded funny to me, but I'm I decided not to do it because it's a little insensitive. The story I was gonna say is about a guy named a guy that died of COVID nineteen, and his name was Buddy Baker. Uh huh. And that's Animal Man. So, oh, 
I was going to report that animal man. Not only does the you got tigers and men dying from it. Now you got animal men dying from it. Gotcha. So that's why I, I could understand why you would do that. That's why I didn't want to do that story. Yeah. Uh, the other. Did uh, ha- you know? Uh, I don't know what made me really think of this. Maybe because we were talking about that other video game. But have you guys seen or heard about this new Predator game that's coming out? This Hunting Grounds? No, I haven't. It's it's basically a asymmetric multiplayer game where, you know, like, I don't know how many people it is exactly. It's at least four people or up to at least four people. I don't know if it might be more than that can play as like Marines in the jungle and then another person can play as the predator. And so it's like that four on one kind of deal where you are the, you know, the guys are trying to um, either like kill the predator or escape on, on, on the chopper before the predator kills them all. And the predator is trying to kill them all. Uh, period. Yeah, trying to kill all those people, but it it looks like it's not a top notch game, and like you know, like it doesn't have like super polish, but the gameplay looks really interesting because as the predator, like you literally can do like all the stuff from like the original movie. Nice. Nice. Sounds like that other game, which ended up being kind of a mess. Where you play as like the monster? What Evolve was that? What was it called? Where you play? Yeah, the either title, but you had the four players as the hunters, and then one is the monster. Right. Yeah, it it it's like it's that definitely that same concept, except of course that you know I think the thing with that was that you know the mon- they they made the monster like big and very play very differently than everybody else, and in this you know of course the predator plays different than like the the marines or whatever but uh but it's still you know generally the same kind of thing like you know it's it's interesting to to uh check out oh heck says the predator game is made by the same the same fools who made that last friday the 13th game yeah which was another that was another asymmetric thing except that i think i don't know if you can can you fight uh, can you wait? Was it a? It was. Oh yeah, that was Friday Thirty. Can you fight Jason in that joint? Or you just have to run and hide? I don't remember if you could fight him effectively, but I know you can like take swings at him. Oh okay. Maybe pick up a little bat and hit him and run. <laughs> All right. St- stagger him so you can get a, a head start. <laughs> But no, it looks cool because like yeah, the the pred like you can like you literally have the the active camouflage, um, and when they shoot you, like you bleed and they can follow like the blood trail and stuff. And uh, you know, kind of just like that other game, it feels like if I want to be a certain role, I'm not really gonna get the chance to do that. When you say a certain role, you mean the predator, right? <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, I don't know how that works. So yeah, I, I hear where you're coming from. 
Right. Uh, it's like five people want to be the predator, four people are going to be disappointed. <laughs> and probably at least one of those people will quit the match. I mean, I hear what you say because you're saying, like, if you're not playing with, like, friends or whatever. Right. Because I know for me, I'm like, I, you know, I, I would, obviously, I would want to try to be Predator. But I don't feel like I would have less fun necessarily being, like, a part of the team. But I haven't played it. So I, I, I might feel that way now. And then when I play it, they're like, yeah, I need to be Predator or else this sucks. <laughs> But they even do the thing at the end with the uh, the predator could do the self destruct thing. Oh, that's, oh, that's uh, cool. With the bomb, and like if you don't get away quick enough to your helicopter, and the predator kills you that way, you, he, the predator wins. Can't the predator just go to the helicopter and blow himself up? Well, I don't think like, it's not. It's not a. Um, I think it's when he's like kind of defeated, like. Is that what it so is? if you fight the helicopter, no, it's not. It's not a, a grounded helicopter. It's like an evac. Ah. So I think it's like a certain amount of time that the match goes for, and if the pre- the predator has to kill you within a certain amount of time, or else you can evac out if you can make it to the helicopter. So okay. Hex says, "Get to the chopper, do the chopper." Yeah, so it's not like, yeah, it's grounded and just like, okay, well, all the Predator has to do is destroy the helicopter and you all lose because the round is infinite. It's like, after a certain amount of time, they'll start dropping ladders in a... And I, I don't even think the evac zone is in the same place every time. Like You don't know where it is until it pops up and then you all have to get there. Uh, Derek H. in chat says, this MF got an indoor pool and fireworks in his backyard. That is true. No, it, it's it's a stunning home. Like, you know, it's like one of those things uh, where, you know, I mean, I've obviously seen, like, rich people's houses before. But it's genuinely impressive. Like, it was just like, wow, like, this is how Drake lives? It's like, like, real. Okay, well. It just feels like, yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I know that, well, actually, I don't know what, it, I don't know what it costs to live in Canada. I, I also know Drake has a lot of money, but it just seems like a very, like, a very, like, lavish home. <laughs> the Hex saying get to the chopper reminded me of a, there's this band called Austrian Death Machine. Mm-hmm. And it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger themed band. Oh, really? Yeah. And then they have Arnold impersonator because he's like, basically the premise is that he got the dudes from As I Lay Dying to be his backing band. And then he sings songs about his movies. But the the vocalist is the guy from As I Lay Dying. So only when he talks, he sounds like Arnold. And when he sings, he sounds like Tim Lambisa. Uh, but, that sounds good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Valiant finally released that their little web series for Ninjak versus the Valiant universe. Oh wow! Yeah, so you get to see the Green Ranger guy playing Bloodshot in that. 
So is it, it any good? I haven't seen it. It's 70 minutes long. You uh, should watch it, it for was, Friday. Yeah, it was a, a web series, but they just edited everything. They couldn't release it because of the legal shit with the Bloodshot movie and all that. So now they were able to, they're finally able to release it and they got, um, yeah, they, they, it's 70 minutes long, like almost a full movie. So what, what, why are they able to release it now because Bloodshot was released? I think because they don't want to make a second one. <laughs> they're like, you know what, have your rights back. <laughs> It, it was that quick? I think so. I mean, it, it had a poor showing. You know, part of it is the coronavirus, but moving yeah. forward, like, they don't want to hold people to that, not knowing what the state of of theater going is going to be like, you know? Right. So, they, it's probably that quick. I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't hold on to... Things that kind of underperform, like even based on just on the comic side of things, it underperforms. So it's like, well, we couldn't even build it into something new. Like, let's not hold on to this. Let's terminate the license and figure out what we're going to do next. Yeah. But yeah. Let's see what else is in the news here. Uh, Flonays. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's a. Do you know who Oliver Farnsworth is? No. I don't either. But there's a whole thing because I guess somebody teased something of like he's in talks to be to play Sandman. And mm. I don't know if he expressed interest or something, but they're clamoring. The Sandman fans online are clamoring for him. Like they just want the, they just want the fucking, just make the announcement already, you know? What's his name? Oliver Farnsworth. Or Farnsworth. Oh, and they want to play Sandman? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I guess English. uh, Yeah, he he's he auditioned for it, but. They haven't confirmed it yet. He doesn't look familiar to me. Maybe he's only done stuff in England. Let's see. He was... Wait, what? Oh, he's in a show called Coronation Coronation Street? Yeah. And Holly Oaks. (laughs) Why should he be standing I don't know. That's what they want. I don't. I don't see it. I mean, he definitely has like the right look for like a superhero, but Sandman is not that. He's, he's not a superhero. Yeah. But very few people have the Sandman look, so I can't. Yeah, even, that's true. I can't even blame that. But it, it's funny because the Lucifer guy could do it. Mm, like he could I be dream. Yeah, you know, I if, could totally see if that. they didn't took take a shit on Lucifer, he could have done it. 
Well, I mean, you can still, they could just stop making that show. Right? No, because, no, no, no. They renewed it specifically to tie it into Sandman. Really? So all the stuff that they changed with him that should have happened with either Death or or Dream, like, they did it with other characters in Sandman. So it just seems ridiculous to, like, renew it against the 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 wishes of the creators just to have it tie into Sandman. That is wild. I don't like it. But we'll see. I mean, maybe we'll hear something about it in the coming days. Maybe so. Uh, oops. Sorry, dropping stuff. <laughs> I don't have anything else. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this or not, but the uh, Immortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge movie is coming out on physical April 28th. What movie is that? Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. I, I don't. Have we talked about that before, or is that? I talked to you about it, but it's a animated Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, got you. I was I was thinking when we were talking about a live action movie. I'm like, I don't remember anything about that, but I do remember us talking about the animated joint. Now I didn't remember it existed until you just said that. <laughs> Right. And, and it comes out what what day? I'm sorry. Uh, April 28th. And that's like, digital, or you said, or as you say, physical and digital. That's physical. Oh, okay. And digital, it comes out uh, today. Oh wow! Where can you see that? Um, anywhere you buy digital movies. There it is. Are we gonna, um, are we gonna watch that to I review? Huh? Are we going to watch it to review it? Yes. Cool. Especially Lauren, Larry. You have to watch it. I mean, I, I would like to see it. So We need your opinion on it. Okay. Like the whole thing. You can't just quit after the prologue. That's what I do. I quit after prologues. Everyone knows it about me. No, I'll watch it. We do, I just need to have enough time to do it. That's all. So, uh... You should have all the time in the world. Like, what else are you doing? I, I'm working still. Yeah, but that's only like 9 to 5. It, it, but is it, though? I don't know. I don't know it's, what you do. I, <laughs> it it kind of isn't, especially like since they've been giving us these online trainings. It's like, ugh. <laughs> it's like, trust me, I, it's, it's definitely not just 9 to 5. It's like it's there's almost a part of me that feels like I have like more work to do now than I did before because it's like you know, now they're trying to make sure that they find stuff for us to do, which, you know, I'm very thankful. Don't mind you. I'm, I'm not complaining. It's just noting the difference because before before all this, I made my own I made my own schedule. 
And it's like, you know, it would be no thing for me to work in the evening hours, but that was because I chose to work in the evening hours. Now I'm working in the evening hours because I have to in order to get some of the stuff done that I'm being asked to do. And it just feels like a little bit less substantive than what I was doing. But, and also, too, I, I have to I've been coordinating donations and things like that as well. So uh, I, I like I still I still have stuff that I have to do. So I don't want you. I don't, and I'm only telling you that only because I don't want you to feel like I'm just blowing you off. <laughs> in regards to like, oh, no, I'm busy. I can't do the No, Really? No, I, I really am busy. Like, you know, no, I'm, I'm yeah. giving <laughs> but man, no, I want to see it. So I will. I will make the time. I'll. I'll figure it out. One of my favorite things is giving Larry shit because <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that. I look. I hope you're right. That's why I only do it on the air. Speaking figure... of all the work you're doing, can you like hire an assistant? No. No. Listen, I you you know if I could, I'd hire you in a second, buddy. Yep. No, no problems. <laughs> so yeah, I am. Larry, we're gonna wrap this up. Let's do it. The wrap up music right now. Uh, so yeah, uh, one thing I want to tell you guys is you, Joe, Oz, I'm really proud of our uh, <laughs> our dedication to doing a quality show because watching these people fumble working from home, <laughs> it's like every day, it's like, I wouldn't even, like, you know, it's just certain things, like, yeah, like, yeah, it's like, it's like, you can watch, you can watch any random show and it feels like every like other time you watch it the, the audio might just drop out yeah and the thing well for example like I was uh, I was listening to Howard Stern yesterday and he's still doing a great show but the technical aspect of it he doesn't have engineers on hand he doesn't have a staff of people running around making sure everything's the same you know like mm-hmm. you're, he when he's in the studio he has somebody do an air check after he finishes like a couple hours after that night so that in the morning it's good to go you know now he doesn't mm-hmm. have that he could do it himself but you know zoom is unpredictable yeah. um between zoom being unpredictable you know the the setup probably he, he's probably on wi-fi and because he said that at 10 o'clock everything in the morning everything gets wonky on his end Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe that's when people or the neighbors wake up or whatever, and I'm like, well, maybe you're just not wired into your modem. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I'm like, he should like that multi-million dollar operation should have somebody that knows that, you know? Dang. Listen, we all this time we thought we were the only ones that were mad buggy. Yeah. And then the thing is, our mad buggy, like, because we were mad buggy yesterday, and it like we fixed it in two seconds you know yeah he played three songs to start the show yesterday so it's like 12 minutes yeah <laughs> on the air but he's like you know he's got a library of music and you know it's curated by him like his playlist so it's, you know it's cool to hear and then he'll talk over it a little bit sometimes but 
yesterday he did it and he just like and I'm like man 12 minutes of mad buggy like we don't we don't have that luxury over here at all games no we would have just ended the whole show yeah you would like come back tomorrow or jump (laughs) right and then like this shit better not happen again and then a year later it happened (laughs) but yeah so I wanted to thank you guys Yes, thank you. And, uh, but yeah, Larry, what you got final thoughts for? Uh, you know what, man? Uh, go like I know, I know it's tough right now. Uh, you all are, everyone's in in isolation. Um, I would encourage you to consider trying some new things, and I know that seems harder given the circumstance but yeah you don't you never know what you might end up enjoying like you know things that you didn't know that you would even like so try some new stuff try something try to do something you haven't done before try to you know experience something that you haven't experienced before within the confines of your home and uh yeah and enjoy the, the small things in life while we have this time Joe, man, what do you got? Um, there's a word uh, I'd never heard before, to my knowledge. It's ennui, and it's a noun meaning a feeling of listlessness, list, uh, list, listness, and dissatisfaction arising from a lack of occupation or excitement. And I actually read this in Death, where a girl is talking to the boy traveling with Death, and she tells him that ennui isn't a reason to commit suicide. And that phrase has really stuck with me since reading that. Like, I don't know why, but it just really resonated with me. And I hope it resonates with you. Yeah, it, it resonated with me, too. I remember the exact... That's the chick with the gloves, huh? Yeah, the one in the club. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I read that, and I'm like, huh. That's... It's really deep for one panel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I wish Larry would have read it. What death? Yeah. Uh, how much of it was I supposed to read? Three issues. Oh, I didn't read. No, I didn't read all three issues. I know what ennui is, though. Yeah, but you never, you never worded it like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for all the rest of us here at AllGames.com and Fantastic Forum, we thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs>